Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, Peter here from Vidiots. I've been uh, potentially facing the wrong way with my microphone for the whole the whole podcast. You so silly boy. if I sound weird, that, that's what's happened. We've we've got a bit of a janky setup today because our recorder of choice isn't here, but we're making it work. I just wanted to to address it, you know. Yeah, that's fine. I always want to do this on a on microphone. Do you want to start recording? For okay, did I start recording? Oh, you did. You've done it already. That's cool. It sounds impressive as I hoped. Yeah, that's quite upsetting. Oh. I, I fancy a drink. Can we ask Dave? Dave, can, Dave. Have, uh, can you get me a can of something? Dave. 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 Why are you not talking to us? Oh, Dave. Come on, Dave. Don't be like that. Dave. Dave. Did you listen here at Dave on Twitter? Listen. He's just walking away. Dave. Dave. Dave, what are you God. doing? Dave. A cheek want, on that boy. I want a can of Rio. Oh. Well, looks like we're she, done. Dave's got a bit of an attitude on this. on the sand. I've heard that, yeah. yeah. His name is Dave, and, and he's, he's at Dave, Dave on Twitter. Twitter. Have you seen at Dave on Twitter? You must have looked him up by no, now. No, I haven't, actually. He's like a weird businessman with a private account. Oh, oh, oh it's private, so you private. can't even see the tweets. Well, it's like closed. I think I'm not... I Why don't would think you it's get private. at it's Dave like... and then keep it all to yourself? Yeah. How what, selfish, what selfish is that? He only tweeted like three times. What a dickhead. See, people with accounts like that, surely they've had offers from people to buy that account for quite large sums mm-hmm. of money. Maybe you can't get in, in touch with them anymore. Oh, maybe, maybe yeah. Not... Oh, he's I wonder if Marvel has at Spider-Man. Hello everybody and welcome to Poddy, it's episode 3. We are being introduced by Robo Ben. We are back for the podcast where yes. we say the words. If you like the Poddy, it's podcast and you want to be just as cool as we are, you can wear the same headphones that we wear. Oh yeah, Whoa. you can do it. These super hyper comfortable Turtle Beach headsets. Do you wear glasses? They've got padding for glasses. I keep talking about that, but I think that's actually like quite that's your main really? selling that's point. Your, you're really keen on that. Well, it's just thoughtful, isn't it? It's like... They know that probably most gamers wear glasses. <laughs> right, because they're nerds. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking nerds. Yeah. Well, if you want to look at their wide variety of incredible headsets, you can do so by visiting bit.ly forward slash Vidiot's Beach. Yes, got, it right. well got it. Nearly got it very wrong. Okay. I'm yet to take advantage of the uh, glasses comfort that comes with the glasses, the uh, headphones. But in summer, when I'm rocking sunglasses oh, yeah. indoors, indoors all day, every yeah. day. You've got to oh, wear boy. the MLG glasses as well with the little aiming oh, yeah. And those, those like yellow yeah. makes it really good at Call of Duty, apparently. Oh. Yeah. We'd also like to thank our patrons. Our very, oh, very oh, lovely, special lovely and delightful patrons from Patreon. They we really would. They're, they're fantastic. You've all now had your money taken. So oh, we're recording this in advance, but we'll see. We'll see at this point yeah, who, who is who's we're making a list. Here. We're checking it twice. We're going to find out who deserves to access our content and not. <laughs> and you will be blacklisted. It's weird, Peter. I'm looking at you, and I can only see you through your pop shield. I can see you, which is like just you just see your a weird face distorted version poking through this mesh. It's like I'm uh, about to rob a bank. I was going to say like when bank robbers put tights over their head. Yeah. You, you ever done that? It's great fun. Like it makes your face look really weird. No, I've not. I've not actually done it. I should do. We should do that. Yeah, Red that's tights. a whole video. That. Yeah. That's Someone content. send in some tights. No, don't want, no one send in. <laughs> tights. We could do a prove it if we do some kind of like the heist or whatever. <laughs> there and you then, go. 
Yeah, that's a good idea. <sighs> yes, yes, rob an actual bank. Yeah, rob a real bank. Hello, that's a good I'm idea. rob a bank. Shut up. No. We're now on iTunes, YouTube, obviously, Podbean, Stitcher, what? and Google Play. Jesus. What even are these Every websites? week it's going to double. There are all sorts of websites. Every time we post something and say, hey, we're now on a different site, someone says, uh, but what about the fucking why stick not? at the end of my garden? Why can't <laughs> I get you on that? Yeah, Jesus, why aren't you on Neopets yet? <laughs> I just don't understand why you're overlooking this huge audience. Google Play, by the way, is premium, I've discovered. Ah. So I don't know why anyone would be a member of it. But if you are, <laughs> congratulations, yeah. we're there too. Yeah. Uh, if you've got that kind of money to burn, why not log on to Patreon.com? <laughs> is this ethical? I always feel. I mean, it's not. We're not like forcing them to do it, but as hey, it's look, strongly it's suggested, it's, it's it's voluntary. There are no it rewards. We're not hiding anything from people who don't pay. But no. if, if you want to just buy us a beer, then please, that'd be great. Thank you. Because we are in dire need of new shelves, and okay. that money is yes, going to go directly to some shelves. Yeah, we are actually going to buy shelves for the game. Spotify. Yeah. That we're still working on. That people keep asking. We keep saying Spotify is happening. We need five. <laughs> episodes that's where i listen to my podcasts on spotify really? yeah, yeah. Oh, well there you go so hopefully that'll open up an avenue for all sorts of people to listen yeah we're going to try and be on everything that's our goal yeah. your microwave we're there yeah. your calculator we're, <laughs> we're there. there your shoe look look down there oh oh it's us we're oh. on we're on your sh- don't tread on us said the sn- said the slightly nationalist snake oh. in america oh don't tread on me oh <laughs> i because i saw a picture on reddit the other night of a fridge with a screen on it and on the screen it said Windows is updating so right. theoretically we could be on your fridge we soon we could actually be on oh, your fridge oh yeah. we could if you've got a God. smart fridge get us on your fridge what does a smart like smart, why does a smart fridge that? need Windows for starters like do you put Netflix on it well, I guess when you you're going for a snack mm, yeah uh, I don't know. but why Windows 10 just just run it's Android on it if there's anyone out there with a smart fridge get YouTube up <laughs> put an episode of uh, Podiots on take mm. a picture tweet it to us and we will give you all the love and exposure yeah. that you so desperately need I would actually love that. Just one tweet. Yeah. That's all you get. A single retweet. That's the contract. Uh, Welcome back, everybody, to Podiots. We've all brought something, as per usual, to talk about today. I'm going to start off with a couple of questions, though, if you boys are ready. I'd love you to. Oh, I'm ready. Please do. Well... I would, but it's not loading. No. Oh, here we go. I've Let's got it. Phil, Michael. I've got it. Sing. No, I've got... no, you're not hardcore. No, you're not hardcore. Unless you live hardcore. Unless you live okay, hardcore. But now. the legend of the rent was way now. hardcore. No, no, no. I think it's working now. I love School of Rock. Ben, is it working now? It's been working since I said it wasn't working. <laughs> right. What, more Phil? No. no. <laughs> First question comes from AKMB at AKMB2 on Ackham. Twitter. Yes. Why did you choose the colour yellow, and what was the second choice colour? Oh, we had like a whole design stage where I had about ten different variations of the logo. I think yeah. yellow, we had like yellow and black, mm. kind of like a Barry B. Benson black inspired yellow, look. Yellow, black and and black. it's one that kind of stuck out the most to all of us. Pink was another option. Yeah, mm-hmm. we did actually, we were interested in pink. Yeah. But uh, we didn't nice. want to scare off stinky gamer boys. Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah. We thought like all the horrible stinky cod boys, you know who you are, wouldn't yeah. want to watch a channel that has p- a pink colour scheme because. Didn't, didn't trend well among the, uh, the the 12 to 35 audience. Exactly. <laughs> but we, pink we know that pink is fine. Yeah. But yeah. I think there's a pink still hoodie, a lot Michael. of prejudice against the colour pink. But we've managed to squeeze it into Worst Games Ever and uh, other shows, yeah. which I forget the yeah. name of. Prove it. Prove that's it. it, that's it, yeah. All yeah. of you pink racists out there, you thought you you thought you were free of it, but it's actually all around you. I'm wearing a pink hoodie right now. You are, Locked look at down. that. 
Uh, I do just want to say that's why that's mostly why we keep Michael Johnson on, not not the pink hoodie, uh, the, <laughs> the, the graphic design skills. Yes, uh, you know if it wasn't that's for why that, here. we'd have left him at some kind of crash. Uh, oh wow, a long time ago. Wow, yeah, we'd have I'm, just tiled pictures of meerkats on the wall, and that would. When I'm it. making things in Photoshop and After Effects, I'm quiet. Yeah. It keeps me yes. focused. Give him something to edit, and he'll be quiet. I'll and then shut we up can, for days on end. Peter and magic. I can go to the shops and and talk about where our marriage went wrong. <laughs> yeah, God. <laughs> Next question. Listen, your mother. Next, she won't shut look, up. Look, now is not the time. Okay. Dad, Dad what's Next stop question fighting. comes from Chris Trippy Kiddle at <laughs> Trippy Drew sixty nine. Sixty nine. Sixty nine. Long, long. Yes. Yes. Uh, if you could only play one game for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh. I'm getting really boring with my answers to these questions, but Binding of Isaac. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> well, so you really could play it forever, couldn't yeah, you? Yeah, that's the thing. It was my favourite game for a reason. Mm. See, this is the thing, though, is that, you know, you can't... I. This isn't the same as what is your favourite game mm. because certain games, I think... I wouldn't want to play The Last of Us forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily want to play Spyro the Dragon forever and ever. Mm-hmm. I certainly do play it forever and ever, but sparsely. You know, yes, like yeah. a not every day. Year. No, it's not, not every day. day. It would have, for me, it would have to be some kind of sandbox game. It would have to be like... Uh, God, I don't know. Maybe, maybe even something like GTA V just because mm, there's so much yeah. to do in that and there's it's always true. like new mods and stuff coming out and... Yeah, I don't know. I may be looking through rose-tinted glasses. Pink-tinted glasses. That's right, we're wearing pink glasses with our headsets. Yeah. Um, Maybe Oblivion. Elder Scrolls IV Oblivion, I think. I do. I really want to try Oblivion again. Long time. I've been thinking about starting Oblivion again on uh, PC. I downloaded uh, Skyrim the other night. Yeah. But I really, I I don't know. I've got that kind of itch to play some kind of Elder Scrolls game, so I might do it. Just dive in. So fucking over Skyrim. Like I, to be fair, I ruined it for myself because. How many Oblivion. hours do you think you put in? Uh, uh, I don't know. Ooh. But uh, I, actually, I do know roughly. Yeah. But it was over a really short time scale, which is why I really uh, oh, yeah. right. So I loved Oblivion. And then when Skyrim came out, um, I was at university. And I, I, this was the, that was the first time I ever handed in a piece of coursework um, before the deadline. Because oh, yeah. I knew that if, <laughs> if I left it, like I wouldn't, fit, I wouldn't do it. Yeah. So I did that, got Skyrim, went upstairs on a Friday evening. Uh, to my room came out on a Monday morning I literally only came downstairs to get pizza from, from the front door and that was I was upstairs the entire weekend over the course of I platinumed the game it. in it's a month French toast no that was Oily that toast. was another day uh, uh, that was me trying to plug the hole in my life that Skyrim left yeah. uh, I played it solidly for a month got the platinum I think I put about 120 hours in nice. in a month, and Jesus. and then I was like, I just couldn't play it anymore, and I've yeah. tried to go back to it ever since. Like, and, and and every single subsequent edition they've released has really riled me up because it's just it's just fucking Skyrim again. And this is half the reason why I'm in control when we play Skyrim. Yeah, soon, I'm, right? I'm over it. Like, I'm over Skyrim. Ben would just die if, if he we're had doing to... fun stuff. Oh yeah, it's yeah, a lot. I think that different. was what we said is that. It Skyrim, can't be a Skyrim. Yeah, absolutely, cannot be a Skyrim play because everyone and their mothers and their <laughs> yeah. mother's dog did Skyrim playthroughs on mm. YouTube several years ago. But now there's still so much to be done, and we're 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 proving it, so hey. to speak. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Changing the lot, game. There's a lot to do, and still a lot of fun to be had. But mm. you can say that about any game, and it's just you you have to play it in the right way. I think. Actually, that's yeah. the thing. I, I played Skyrim. For, I've got like 40 hours in Skyrim. It's nothing extortionate. Yeah. But I did spend a lot of time just watching people play Skyrim on YouTube. Like uh-huh. really? Sips's playthrough. I used to love that. Yeah, Jesse Cox did a good playthrough. Yeah. 
That's that's where I get all my Skyrim from. Mm-hmm. I want to play it myself. I want to be in control. I want to make it my story. <laughs> Darn it's, it. it's the role playing. I think that's the most interesting part. Yeah. Of it because otherwise, it's like I'll pick that up. I'll pick that up. I'll pick it that. I'll kill yeah. that person, even though I don't need to, because I just want the experience. Yeah. Or like, oh, I'll go to X Town um, because I know that that quest is there, and it's like, no, yeah. I'd, I'd rather like stumble upon things and like be seriously like mm-hmm. player knowledge and and character knowledge, like separate those two out. Yeah. yeah. There's a guy called Andy Kelly who used to write for PSM3, and then he was, I think he made some videos for CBG. I'm not sure where he is now, and uh-huh. he's still doing game stuff. Um, but he had a series on YouTube. I think he was called Olaf. Is a guy with like no combat skills at all. That rings a bell, Olaf. But he, but he had yeah. a dog, and he was like a cabbage farmer. <laughs> right. And that was it. And yeah. he'd make like <laughs> 10 gold a day farming yeah, cabbages. I think I've oh. seen and this. then he'd like stay at an inn and like buy some food. I don't know. It was just really. So living a very simple life. Yeah, it was just weirdly very watchable. Yeah, that's, um, uh, that's what happened to. When, when Skyrim first came out, before I'd got it, and actually before there was even that much on YouTube. I uh, was on a message board and one of the guys on there had this thread going and he'd got it on day one and had been playing it like nonstop. Mm -hmm. And he was just talking about how he was like, he was living in some camp that he'd cleared out and he he used to just go out and like hunt deer and like sell the skins and stuff. And he would occasionally like go in and and stay at an inn or whatever. And then he would talk about the random encounters that you get, which at the time before they just became really samey and Mm -hmm. you obviously know all of them. It sounded like this just fascinating non-main quest life he was living where he was like oh yeah that house I stole from a couple of like rough guys came into town and were like oh yeah we've been asked to like come and (laughs) beat you up and it just sounded like such a wonderful game and then but then when you're actually playing it and you're just like going through it going like yeah do that quest do that quest I'll need that I'll sell that and those guys are just a hindrance where it's like fine I'll kill you I suppose again if I have to yeah I think it's if the the role play stuff makes Skyrim interesting but I cannot play it normally again I think it's been long enough that I could go back to Oblivion. Yeah. But there were so many advancements made from Oblivion to Skyrim that there will be stuff that you're like, I, it feels fresh, yeah. but there's a lot of shit that's wrong with this game mm-hmm. uh, that Skyrim fixed. Anyway. The combat. Combat combat was not fixed in no. Skyrim <laughs> at all. Well, no, no. But if you go back to Oblivion, the combat oh, is it's even, even worse. worse. Yeah, it's anyway, yeah, dreadful. The f- the God, those Oblivion gates as well were a pain in the ass. They awful. Uh, anyway, that was, that was a question. Thank Thanks you for, for that question. question. That was a good question. Peter, I think it's your turn to go first. <gasps> oh, is it? Yeah. Ooh. Well, it's interesting, actually. When you talked about the, uh, the glasses with the crosshair on them. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, what I want to talk about... Are we today, about to get leet? Oh, yeah. Super Leap 420XX uh, Sniper 69. Pro with a zero instead of an O. Yeah. Uh, no, I want to talk about uh, failed World War II weapons tests. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> right. You really just keep the theme of Nazis and, and yeah. war alive. <laughs> well, this is, this every is me time. attempting to go back to my, my quirky tales, Peter's quirky mm. corner. Okay. Okay. Right. Remember, remember Jeff the Mongoose? I do oh, remember. How about the Bat Bomb? Oh, cool. Robin, get the bad bomb. <laughs> See, that does sound like a Batman. It does. Uh, it it wasn't. It was. It didn't. It, I don't think it even featured on Batman at all during the 1940s. Outrageous. Yeah. Uh, the bat bomb was conceived by a Pennsylvania dentist named uh, Little Lytle. L y t l e. Lytle. Lytle. Lytle S. Adams, a friend of First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt. Mm. Okay. Uh, so a dentist came up with this. Good. A lot of military knowledge, of course. Absolutely, yeah. The bomb consisted uh, of a bomb-shaped casing with over 1,000 compartments, each containing a hibernating Mexican free-tailed bat with a small timed incendiary bomb attached. What? 
That sounds like so unnecessary. Right. Well, the bomb was dropped from a, a really high bomber. Yeah. At dawn. Uh, and the casing would then deploy a parachute in mid-flight, and it would open to release the bats. Wow. Okay. Yes. Smithers, now, now release the bats. The bats. <laughs> yes. Uh, in theory, this was an American weapon, so this was uh, theoretically the target is Japan. Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the bats would then roost in eaves of houses and attics. You know Japanese houses which are mostly made of wood and paper. That's not racist. That's this actually is, true. This is maniacal. You don't have to keep defending yourself as not being racist. <laughs> well, look, people I'm are not racist, think that you are racist. There was a short pause of about one second, and then you went like that. And I was like, no, it says <laughs> on Wikipedia <laughs> that certainly in the 1940s, their okay. houses were made of That's wood fine. and paper. One, one point. Yeah. Um, would the bomb not kill all of the bats when it hits the floor? No, no, no. No, no, it doesn't, it it, it doesn't hit the, the floor. It, it opens up. It's parachuting down this bomb, right? Okay. Then the compartments open. The bats <sighs> fly out. Yeah. And it's like a mile above the ground or something. Imagine seeing a bomb like deploy in the sky. It's slowly coming down. Like, bats. Oh, we better clear the area. That's going to be an explosion. Yeah. And then suddenly... Then a parachute comes out and you're like, what the fuck is bats that? Yeah. fluttering towards your house. And then over a radius of 20 to 40 miles, the bats would scatter. They would then roost in the eaves of these paper and wooden houses. Yeah. And what? shortly later, the uh, incendiary device would go off. Jesus Christ. God, set double fire to all these houses. Now, a series of tests to answer very various operational questions were conducted. In one incident at the Carlsbad Army Airfield, Auxiliary Air Base near Carlsbad, New Mexico, yeah. uh, the airbase was set on fire in May 1943 when armed bats were accidentally released. <laughs> armed bats. The bats roosted under a fuel tank and incinerated the test range. Jesus oh, Christ. God. That's unfortunate. Weaponized bats. It's not the kind of thing you can test, is it? It's the sort of thing you have to <laughs> hope, hope works yeah. and just <laughs> not much of a test. You can yeah. stand there with all the clipboards you like, but really you're just crossing your fingers. Yeah, Imagine and being also in that... damaging yourself. Yeah. Imagine being in that boardroom when the guy says, right, guys, I've got an idea. I'm a dentist. I've got an <laughs> yeah. idea. Yeah. <laughs> the dentist is out again. Right, just hear me out. Bomb with bats in it. Now wait Bat for bomb. it. In August 1943, the project was renamed Project X-Ray. Wow. wow. For some reason. Why not Project Sonar? That'd be more. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, and after further testing, it was concluded that it was indeed effective, actually. Oh. Uh, by 1945, it was estimated that $2 million, and this is in 1945, had been spent on the project. Jesus. And it's thought that development of the bat bomb was moving too slowly and was overtaken in the race for a quick end to the war by atomic bomb. Right. So, Did yeah. They, was that really what they were banking on to end the war? Yeah. <laughs> well, bats. And then the atomic bomb came along and they were like, oh, yeah, we should probably be working on this instead. Yeah. But, but let's let's put a bat no. in there anyway. But, yes. But dentist Adams maintained that the bat bombs would have been effective without the devastating effects of the atomic bomb. He's quoted as having said, think of the thousands of fires breaking out simultaneously over a circle of 40 miles in diameter for every bomb dropped. Japan Jesus. could have been devastated, yet with small loss of life. Wow. He's... God, he, he's a bit salty about it all, isn't he? I think the idea of an atomic bomb is not just, oh, we're going to knock all your buildings down. It's mm -hmm. there is going to be a massive loss of life. That's part of the mutually assured destruction, isn't it? Yeah. So him saying, oh, no, not many people would have died. It's like, well... Is well, that kind of worse that you just ruined these lives for people who now have to... I mean, yeah. Yeah. they're not going to be dead, but their lives aren't going to be worth living. Yeah. yeah. So that's fine. Um, I don't feel bad for the vet with this. Not the vet. He's the not dentist. Not even a vet, no. is he? <laughs> he's so I, far removed from bats I, and bombs. I don't feel bad for the dentist with the stupid name, who I feel bad for. 
are those bats yeah. that yeah. spent years training, mm. ready to go and serve their country. And then oh. they just burst into they, flames. Well, they weren't even allowed to burst into flames. Well, they no. were kept home, weren't they? Bless them. Oh. I hope a few of them got to ride the H-bomb. Do you think they bred the bats in-house? So had like a room just filled with bats that were slowly multiplying? Oh, God. Yeah. Must have done. Yeah. In a later review of the project, Stanley P. Lovell, Director of Research and Development for the Office of Strategic Services, mentioned that the bats during testing were dropping to the ground like stones. Oh, was it too heavy bats. for them? So I, it doesn't sound that effective, to be honest. No, apparently a bat can carry more than its own body weight in flight. Oh, wow. Which is pretty amazing. Um, right. Now, you may have also heard of uh, Project Pigeon. Have you heard of Project Pigeon? Uh, I'm not familiar with the name, but I might be familiar with the concept. Yeah, Yeah. so uh, this one is is perhaps more well-known. I think it featured on an episode of QI once. Mm -hmm. Um, Essentially, this works with a glider that has a bomb attached to it. Right. Um, And in the nose cone of the glider, there's a pigeon. Right? Remember okay. that film Valiant? Yeah, I was oh, just thinking yeah, of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And the pigeon, does it control the... Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, so this is what I'm talking about with the with the crosshair glasses. So yeah. the pigeon had a clear screen in front of it with a, basically a crosshair on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the, the pigeon had been taught by a very famous behavioural psychologist called B.F. Skinner who's yeah. famous for electrocuting rats. And oh, yeah. so famous for electrocuting There's hope for Logan rats. Paul yet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. to become Absolutely. a behavioural psychologist. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Skinner had come up with that, this idea where he would condition pigeons to look through a screen and peck at what would be a target. Whoa! So like okay. a, a battleship or whatever, right? <laughs> so a pigeon sees this thing and it pecks either straight down the middle if that's where it is yeah. or if it's off to the side it'll peck up there and there's something inside the glider that knows oh the pigeon's pecking in the sort of top oh right quadrant we will now slightly change so course. there's nothing else controlling this glider no, it's, it's literally pigeon operating. it's being piloted so by drone. a pigeon it's the first yeah, drone it that's is a first amazing drone. So this, was li- this was before any kind of electronic guidance system so this was genuinely like a really good idea yeah yeah but um, but with a pigeon yeah I think every good idea that has a pigeon in should be a really good idea and then in parentheses with a pigeon but with a, but pigeon. With a pigeon yeah so it would peck towards the target and that would readjust the course oh, of the glider that's amazing I love that and once the target came into the centre on the crosshair it would just be pecking right in the middle and the course would be maintained and the bomb would be flown directly so there's just a pigeon there yeah how could this possibly go wrong peter see that's worse actually than the bats because the bats were just using natural instinct in in the all the bats would do it they hadn't been trained right they're just doing what they do which is roosting in the eaves very hard (laughs) right but but the pigeons Mm -hmm. had been trained to kill in a room to kill themselves yeah Yeah. they didn't know they were being trained to kill themselves all they were told was i didn't think about the pigeon this target and here's some seeds and they they loved it oh and then one day they were put into a glider and they were like oh great this is my first time out in the field i'm gonna get loads of seeds when i get back yeah and then they never came home oh no well, that said, the National Defence Research Committee saw the idea to use pigeons in glide bombs as very eccentric and impractical, but still contributed $25,000 to research. Good. Um, but it ultimately, it, it never really came into fruition. And Skinner, who had some success with the training, complained, quote, our problem was no one would take us seriously. Oh, uh, I wonder well, why. That's, uh, that's so, about right. Uh, it sounds like... Wartime is the best time to pitch a crazy idea because anything, yeah. anything can happen. Yeah, they, I mean, they say necessity is the mother of. That's my oh. phone. Oh, necessity no. is the mother of invention, but actually, war I think is the mother of invention. Like, well, there is a necessity attached to, to war. Economy, Oh yeah, 
definitely. Got to stay alive. Got to got to get those Japanese by by killing them with any bats. means. Bats, not killing them. Bats or pigeons. Just, just making them, them destitute with with bats. Oh, so, that's, uh, a lot. that's my little foray. Oh, into thank you, Peter. thank you, Peter. That was oh. delightful. You're welcome. Join us in however long it takes me to do another one for another quirky adventure <laughs> from Wikipedia. Would you guys like a question? I'd love. Oh, one. I'd love one. This comes from Richard Major. Yeah, R Major eight six. Richard Major. He's not your major. He's our major. He's Dick Major. Yeah. Major Dick. Major Dick. Um, Ground control to Major Dick. Now, this is a brilliant question, mm-hmm. and we're going to have to cut away to uh, editing Ben for the answer. Right. Whoa. But I think we can all have a guess at it anyway. Okay. If you took the pile of worst games ever that you've got to CEX... Over 100. What would they be worth? Oh, my God. Are you going to Are you gonna literally count every game, calculate it, put it into CEX? I'm going to put every game we've got in that spreadsheet into CEX. That is going to take you forever. It is, Okay, yeah. well, let's, let's, let's have a little guess. Let's have a guess. What we think it could be. But the prices vary so much. Like, some of the old games, like PS1 games now <laughs> st- have started going for, like, 20 or or more pounds yeah. like 12 to 25 pounds whereas some naff ps2 games go for 50p like it's really difficult yeah, yeah yeah and then we've got some newish games as well like ps3 have we got any ps4 we've got one ps4, PS4 game, game yeah yeah we have at time of recording so um yeah i've got my guess have a guess go on 47 pound 60 pence okay peter I think more than that. I think a lot more than that. I think I'm going to say like double that Ooh, like 80 18. 86 pounds and 2 pence okay I'm going to say uh, 69 pounds, 69 pence. Nice. Right. It's nice. a sex number. Good. I like it. It is the sex number. I'll change mine to ben, 420 ben pounds. Yes. Okay. You didn't get part of that. No. Sorry, Peter. Oh, oh uh, come here. Let's give us a little one of the slap doos Oh, oh, I couldn't even pick it up on the microphone. So that soft. was weak. <laughs> wee-oo, wee-oo, wee-oo. Hello, it's future Ben here with some facts for you. Are you ready? The total amount of all of our worst games ever comes to 56 pounds. And 36 pence. Wee woo, wee woo, future Ben out. What did you say? You changed your answer? I'm going to change my answer to 420 pounds. No, I'm not. I'm not. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Stop you're, being so you're a ridiculous, man. 420. I'm really curious to see the result of this. Yeah, maybe we should. Fascinating. Can, should. Can we just cam the show and just sell all our games now? Is that... Yeah, that's it. We can retire off this. <laughs> send us your tat and we'll put it on eBay immediately. Send us, your mo- send us all your copies of like Tomba One and stuff, which is worth £150. <laughs> is it Tomba really? or Tombe? It's Tombe in the UK, but uh, oh. everywhere else it's Tomba. Okay. Mm, or in Europe, sorry. But do you know why? Why? Because in America, they decided to call it Tombe, and then when they tried to sell it in Europe, they realised that that's Italian for grave. <laughs> oh, that's not going to love that. Mm, okay, never yeah. mind. That's that's a bit sad. Michael. Oh, hello. Would you like to go next? Oh, I'd love to. I'm so excited. Is this going to be more more cannibalism and stuff? Oh what? yeah. This it's week on guess how many people they murdered. It's oh, me. <laughs> how many people have I murdered? No, we're going down a nice small wholesome route. Loads. Who's getting out of this room alive? <laughs> <laughs> it's none of us. We're all dying. Oh, God. Okay. Going a bit bats more. everywhere. Oh, I've let off my bat the, bomb. Oh, the, the pigeon's bats. tapping at Ben. Ah, bit more wholesome this week. Yeah. I'm just going to talk about our favourite content creators. Oh. In any capacity, be it musicians, YouTubers, artists, podcasters, etc., etc. Oh, okay. Presumably we, we can't talk about Neil Cicerega again. Right? He is on my list. He is oh. on your list. Because he, he permeates every facet of my life. He does. Mm-hmm. So I need to mention him somehow. Yeah, you go first, yeah. I've got quite a fairly sizable list here, but I won't talk about all of them. But Neil Cicerega, mm-hmm. famous for many things, music, films, games. Just just Google him. 
you'll find a wealth of stuff. He did a like a TED style talk talking about his history, like yeah. going from his childhood making games. He was homeschooled, and his parents just let him do whatever he wanted. No wonder he's so fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. but he's <laughs> fucking amazing. If if you 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 will know Neil Cesariga in some capacity. He'll have done something that you've seen, and you'll be like, oh, he did that oh, one, and yeah. that, and that, and that, and it never ends. But yeah, he's one of my favorite boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan Bell is a YouTuber. My favourite series from him is called Another Dirty Room, where basically they go to the most disgusting, dilapidated hotels in, in America. Wow. And like properly raid through the rooms and kind of like do proper analysation of. Oh, they do like blood oh, wow. splatter sprays. They take apart the beds. Do they take like uh, dark lights with them? Yeah. UV lights. Oh, it's, it, it makes you feel. It makes you never want to stay in a hotel again. Like there's instances where they've picked up a bed, looked underneath, and there's like heroin needles and cocaine and oh, stuff there. Oh my gosh. And. Ah, oh, like there's rumors where they start spraying it with like I think it's called it's the stuff that lights up the blood. The whole room is just covered. The ceiling is just covered from people spraying it with needles after after they shoot up. Oh spray my god! It's it'll make you terrified to ever go near a hotel again. That's but it's so awesome. good. It's a good format though. It's a good it's idea. It's genuinely amazing. Uh, he, does, he does other videos. Um, he explores like dead malls. It's like totally abandoned shopping malls. Oh cool! He goes through them. Like I love like urbex stuff. Urban he, he's really good for that kind mm, of cool. stuff. LGR, Lazy Game Reviews. Yes. I know Ben's been watching some yeah, of his stuff. Yeah, just recently. Oh, yeah. He is one of my favourite YouTubers. He covers a lot of old tech from like the 90s and early 2000s. Oh, cool. Like really weird little things. I'm and totally get... unaware of that. I'll Let's go. go thrifting. Yes, his thrift series is oh, probably my favourite. That's, yeah. that's yeah, the one yeah, I, got, yeah. I got stuck watching his thrift videos and sort of lived vicariously it's through really his amazing finds. Yeah. yeah, he just goes to um, thrift shops across well near where he lives and just finds all weird little oddities and yeah. games and stuff. He's, he's mm. really fun to watch. He's very whole. Awesome. Just makes me sad that UK charity shops are so nasty. Yeah, we get yeah. like nothing like you that. Never get anything decent there. Mm. Jay Foreman is another one. Musician kind of is one of his side things, but he does lots of general trivia about London and kind of the infrastructure of London oh. and uh, lots of like general British trivia. But one of my favourite series is Map Men, where uh, him and someone else talk about just oddities with maps, like loads of little weird maps you might not have heard of or little idiosyncrasies in maps it's I can't remember any major plot points from any of the episodes <laughs> right. but I know it's very interesting Trap I like dreams. to watch it but it doesn't teach me anything <laughs> yeah, I'm like a sieve everything goes straight through me yeah but he's got um, a series called like Forgotten London or something where he's like goes through all like the forgotten tube stations that are like oh, derelict okay, and not used uh, yeah. like, I like those he does loads of interesting stuff like that Lasagna Cat Oh my god! Lasagna Jesus. Cat is my favorite YouTube so channel. Weird. I think it's haunting. Is it really your favorite? I, it's it's wow. one of those things where it st- uploaded about ten videos ten years ago. Yeah, and it went totally dead for uh-huh. that entire time. And then last year there was a resurgence, and they just uploaded ten new videos, including like a six-hour telethon where they put up, they put up a little video with a phone number on. It was a sex survey, so you just phone the number and say how many people you had sex with. And then they put every single one of those voicemails into like a six hour long video. And that video is, it's a fucking piece of art. My God. It's dynamic. Because it, oop, dear, I've locked my microphone. The video takes place in real time. So as Garth, like, what happens is the doorbells, John answers the door, opens it. There's a mannequin there. The voicemail happens, but like so, that repeats over and over for six hours. But as the time progresses, time changes. Like outside gets darker, the clock changes, the lighting changes. It's an incredible piece of art. But the people who made that, Fatal Farm, you might know them for their adverts. They do all the Old Spice adverts for Terry Crews. Oh, really? That's yeah. That's where they get the money for this stuff. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Gotcha. That's that's cool. Uh, I'm going to go on on to a few podcasts now. This is going to be my little podcast recommendation area. Mm -hmm. Right. Talking Simpsons. 
And I, I really like The Simpsons, and I, I've always like, kind of wanted to know more about it. And Talking Simpsons is the perfect way to learn about all the background of making The Simpsons. Like, these three guys know everything about The Simpsons. They talk about their childhood. Like, they were the kind of guys who recorded every episode, right. kept it all on tapes. And now they're just spurting out that knowledge for everyone to love. It's a... Uh, What's the word for it? It's chronological watching of the episodes. Like every week oh, they do okay. like oh, a new like episode in order. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. and it's just, like some of the episodes go on for like two hours because they go really yeah. in depth like behind the scenes talking about the writers and stuff. Yeah. So if you're interested in The Simpsons in any capacity, I highly recommend that. Mm. And lastly, back to Serial Killers. Oh, yeah. Last Good. podcast on the left is my... Uh, it's a really nice kind of true crime podcast. Mm-hmm. It's... Uh, a lot of people don't like it. They have a good logo. They do, oh, I, I look, yeah, I've, got t- I've got two T-shirts by them. Have you? Yeah, and yeah. I love their logo, but they're not for everyone. A lot of people find the humour very grating. It's very American bro humour. Right, But right. it took me a few episodes to kind of get into it. But if you like anything kind of supernatural, spooky, ghosts, anything crime or horror related, it's a very good one to try out. Well, that's... Uh, that's my comprehensive list of internet things I like. That's... Yeah. Uh, that would be my first uh, first mention would be uh, the Law podcast. Oh, I've been meaning to get into that, yeah. L-O-R-E. We were talking about it the other day, weren't we, the three of us? <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's a similar kind of thing. It's presented in a very, very different style, though, to uh, last podcast, podcast on the right, Padcost. Um, and, <laughs> on the uh, left. Or was it on the left? <laughs> well, whatever. No wonder you keep missing there it. There wasn't a wrong. <laughs> Going down the wrong road. God. Uh, I'm subscribing <laughs> to Law right now. Yeah, do it. Um Law is a uh, a single guy called Aaron Mankey, <laughs> Mankey, right. yeah, uh, and he uh, essentially talks about perhaps an urban legend or a ghost story or uh, an aspect of folklore. But then, quite often, he'll sort of tie it to kind of supposedly real anecdotal stuff that where where something may have actually taken place. Where, yeah, it's like the roots of the, the yeah the myth. It's, yeah, the roots of the myth, really. And there's still, like, some of the stories where he's saying, like, oh, but maybe it was chillingly real. And then he'll tell mm. a story that's also clearly an urban myth. Yeah, but right. um, overall, it's really interesting. His presenting style's a bit weird in that he, he sort of has this weird... He kind of pauses between words in his sentences um but at the beginning i thought this is going to be really grating but i got used to it and i genuinely would recommend it massively if you're into either your serial killers mikey yeah uh, or just sort of folklore and, and spookums i really hope i like i can get down with his voice because it sounds really interesting yeah. i've been wanting something like that so i'm gonna try it tonight and i'll report back tomorrow Peter. and uh, on amazon video there's now a six episode um thing that he's done where it's like animated it's basically just an episode of law but they've got this oh, uh, nice. really nice uh or actually it's not animated it's live action it's oh, got a nice shit. animated intro but a live action uh, representation thing right uh sticking with the spookums Ooh, one spookums. of my favorite but also one of the weirdest youtube channels i've ever watched is alan tutorial oh yes <laughs> are you aware of alan tutorial ben no uh, it's, it's it's this guy who he's behind the camera he's holding a camera and it started off I think maybe the very first one might have actually been a, almost like like you couldn't tell the difference yeah. between it and a normal tutorial and he just sort of goes hey guys welcome to my tutorial page today we're going to learn how to how to uh, draw a picture of an owl and they'll like draw a picture of an owl mm-hmm. but then as it went on it got First, it got more abstract. So there's quite a famous one called How to Pick a Blue Chair Up Off the Floor. And he right. just picks a blue chair up. Um, 
but then it just gets weirder and weirder and eventually he ends up in this room that he seems to be locked in it's like this white cell and as more and more episodes pass by these bottles of piss start gathering in the corner <laughs> right and he does more and more tutorials he's getting all covered in paint and stuff and then when he does a tutorial a dollar gets slid under the door <laughs> And then uh, it's just this weird kind of descent into madness with this creepy Michael Jackson voiced man Jeez. going, hey, welcome to my tutorial page. Don't forget to subscribe to my tutorial page. And then uh, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's incredible. I do love Alan's tutorials. It's so hard to describe, but it's... Uh, yeah, it's one of those things where just like start from the beginning and work your way through his videos. It's so worthwhile. I think the turning point was one that was called something like how to get back into your house when you're locked out. <laughs> and it started with him outside of a house. And by the end, he doesn't actually manage to get back in again. And then from there, he just he's, so, he's like living out in the wild, and he's like eating berries that he finds in the bin and stuff. Fucking and it no. just you got... guys are really into your obscure shit, yeah. aren't you? Oh, it's got great. Weird. Speaking uh, of eating berries, I've just remembered another YouTube channel. Like, oh uh, shit, what's he called? The guy lives in the in the forest and makes things. I'm gonna have to Google this. While you're doing that, Michael, I'll, uh, the last one I would say is super mainstream now. This is like it's properly sponsored by YouTube kind of thing. But I. Mm. I can't get enough of the slow mo guys. Have you watched any slow mo guys? Uh, I watched oh, a I... recent slow mo guys video, and it was a—it's like I can't. Oh really? Uh, yeah, no, no, not anymore. What the hosts or? Yeah, the hosts and the whole setup and the whole show format are not not a fan. No, really. I never really. Uh, I watched the international wrestling it. one as well. And I could... just thought it was a bit crap. There was a slow mo, oh. slow mo uh, guys episode about professional wrestling. Yeah, like luchadors oh. and stuff. Had oh, cool. Johnny yeah, Mundo in and. Uh, I think they they they're still like coming up with really good ideas. Personally, like that some of the things that they do, like uh, you, you kind of you feel like they've been doing it for so long that surely everything that looks good in slow mo has been done now. Yeah, but it's always uh, new stuff. They're still like using those six foot water balloons, but in like different ways, in, in like quite interesting ways. Yeah, I watched one where they they split a bullet with an axe. Oh so they had God. a super sharp hatchet and they they lined up this rifle mm. and fired and the, oh. the bullet slices in into four pieces as it hits this axe oh. and they're just like I I I love watching it it's like really calming the music that they play and stuff so uh, yeah that's my mainstream entry after Alan tutorial Alan tutorial mm. is good though I remembered the uh, channel name yeah, yeah. primitive technology it's uh. a man in the woods making primitive tools and stuff and it's mesmerizing oh, that's cool Ben mm. what's your stuff. Um, as far as podcasts go, um, my this brother, one. my brother, my brother and me. Oh yeah, is, oh yeah, is excellent and weird, and and I enjoy that very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I listen to a few wrestling podcasts. Art of Wrestling is great with Colt Cabana, and what else is there? There's that um, Anna Faris is unqualified. Oh is yeah, something I quite like. Uh, she is. Uh, she was in Scary Movie. She was Anna oh, Faris. Yeah, yeah. she um, wasn't. She with Chris Pratt. For yeah, a while? Chris Chris Pratt's ex-wife. Yeah, uh, quite recent. Mm. Um, and she basically just talks to because obviously she's got ridiculous access to loads of famous faces. Mm. Yeah, she just chats with them about shit, but she's really vulgar and promiscuous, <laughs> and it's quite funny. Yeah, she's like a um, strange person, isn't she? She's really of, weird. You yeah. sort of expect her to be quite. I think the first time you see Anna Faris, you think she's going to be quite Anna. innocent. Anna. It's not Anna. Is it? It's one N, isn't it? Uh, I think I don't know. Or I don't oh, know. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> Anna Faris. Anna Faris. Yeah. You, you, she looks like quite a sort of sweet young lady. No, she's but she's, she's not. filthy. Yeah, yeah she's no, really. She's quite weird. It's great. I sort of fell out of love with it recently because they started putting adverts on it, which I'm not. I haven't got a problem with right. in general. But people who 
treat it on podcasts like it's like they're huge fans of every product they're shilling for it makes me it's just disgusting like she's got this guy who who's her friend called sim who just drives me up the fucking wall i find Mm -hmm. him so annoying and and he's just like anna let me talk to you about this food it saves me so much time yeah and it's just i just have to skip it every time because it's just it's almost unlistenable yeah i'd I'd much rather them say because my brother my brother and me have have a section of sponsor bit which they just call the money zone (laughs) where they just they have these reads but they read them live and they just they fuck about with it and have fun with it and it's Mm -hmm. great um but yeah some some podcasts really my god uh, I'm not such a huge fan of like the the grim murdery podcasts. My girlfriend is a huge fan of the murder podcasts. Yeah. But she her seems a book to have... about New York murders. Yes, she did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, with actual I, photos of bodies. It's great. Yes, it was great. What a great <laughs> book. Uh, and uh, sometimes when we're driving together, she listens to to some of them. But there's I'm I'm okay with that because she's found one that's not like as you said, not like full of the the bro humor and stuff. Yeah. It's this this Australian guy who just like, treats it very spookily mm. in a sense where he just reads it with ominous music in the background and it's like yeah. an hour long and it's it's just read as if it's a it documentary facts, rather yeah. than a than a <laughs> and then he dies yeah it's a bit oh. I, I think it's a bit weird when you're talking about someone who was like you know butchered to death mm-hmm. and then you're going <laughs> lol yeah yeah I, I, i'm not such a huge fan of that but that that was good that he he does a good one and uh in terms of youtube I really like binging with Babish. Oh, someone yeah, I've been yeah. watching almost since the beginning, where he just recreates food from TV and film and games sometimes mm-hmm. as well. But it's like he used to be a, a special effects guy for adverts for food and things, so it's really well shot and really yeah. well done. Um, she says is another one who does boundary break. Oh, uh, boundary break! Yeah, yeah. Games, great. Where he gets into the commands and can basically just break out of the environment yeah, and show things great. from different angles and and that's really cool yeah uh i think that's that's really about it i don't want to don't want to go on too long but um yeah lots of interesting people out there on the internet yeah ready we're the be best viewed. though right oh yeah absolutely next question Ooh. comes from calf hey calf cast. Oh, cast. cast fellow yogscast member off of the yogscast network off of he says if you were signed to the wwe what would your wrestling persona be, and would you be face heel or on the sidelines making a fool of yourself? Oh. So I'm not a wrestling boy, so a lot of those words are kind of lost on me. Ask me any of them. A face okay. is a good boy, a heel is a bad boy. Yeah. I'd, I'd be a face. Yeah. You'd be a I good guy. I've thought about this before. What would be your character? I, say, I can't remember my character, but I remember my move, which is called the WD-40. Nice. <laughs> where I loop myself up and just run at the, run at the wrestling ring and just slide over and right, knock people slide out by the legs. Through. Like, right. a, like yeah. a ball. Yeah, like yeah. a bowling ball. Yeah, okay. um, that does require oiling yourself. Is that part of the maneuver, or would you or would you come to the ring already oiled? Yeah, I'd go like um, what was um, was it WrestleMania where they had like the really long entrance slide? Yes, yeah. I would just slide down that like a penguin, wow. and then <laughs> build up some momentum and use that to get into the ring. I would pay to see that. To be fair, I yeah, would, yeah, I would pay to see that. I don't know what wrestling name I'd have though. Any ideas? Loud, loud. Okay, just, loud. just, just <laughs> here loud. comes loud. And now making his way to the ring, loud. <laughs> oh, God, that would be the music. That well. would be your finisher, just going <laughs> in their ear. I think anyone would tap out. That's a submission. Yeah. Make him right? stop, Peter. God, I don't know. I've not. I've not do, you, do you have an answer prepped? Because I've not ever I can sort given of make, any thought to this. Make one up, I right? Think. Yeah. Um, well, just based on playing previous wrestling games. Well, really, that's the thing. If you've done character. that already, then yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd be. I'd be called um, Chocolate Thunder. Yeah. Nice. And I would wear a cape to the ring, mm-hmm. which always goes well. Yeah. yeah. And I would. My finishing. I'd be a bad guy. My finishing move would be. Um, 
it's like I think it was called the 99 crusher in one of the games <laughs> right. where you get them into a suplex position you lift them up and then you just sit down and drop them on their head oh, oh yeah it looks really horrible but yeah it's, it's a cool looking move at break the same your neck time. yeah break Brady, 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 Brady Hart. Speaking of chocolate thunders, when I was in New York years ago, what went did to you do? went to the Outback Steakhouse, oh, and for God's dessert, sake. I got a chocolate thunder from down did under. You? What is that? It was just a shit ton of ice cream and brownie <laughs> oh, and stuff. It was that great. Sounds good. I yeah. thought you meant I went to Outback Steakhouse and, and had, <laughs> had a chocolate and thunder. Just, just went to the toilet. <laughs> just did a massive shit. Real diarrhea. Right? Just yeah. before going to the restaurant, uh, our taxi driver said, "Oh, be careful. People get stabbed around here." Bye. Oh, that's Sweet. Yeah, <laughs> Thanks. See you later. Welcome to New York. Do, do, do. Concrete jungle where dreams are made. Where people get stabbed all the time. You'll get punched in your face. I think I'd be like super gimmicky. Like I, I would go way over the top. I'd either want to be like dressed up like a proper robot with like a big, <laughs> like a big square cube on my head yeah. and like you know serious, serious like 1930s style film mm-hmm. robot or. Like, I don't know, something really campy, like a, a Robin Hood man in tights kind of thing. <laughs> okay, I think that would be good for you. Yeah. You could fly in on wires. Yeah, oh, fly amazing, in on wires yeah. dressed as Robin Hood in mostly just green tights and, like, I guess the rest of the costume, but I'm all yeah. about... Well, yeah, well, who knows? You uh, could be called, if you were the robot, instead of being called Tiny Peter, you could be called Binary Peter. Oh, binary Peter. I like yeah. it, yes. Yeah, that's good. Um, uh, or Tiny Computer. <laughs> yeah, Tiny Pooter. Tiny Pooter, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and as as Robin Hood, I would definitely be like a a face. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you'd have to be. Yeah. You'd steal from the bad guys and give yeah. it. To, I well, it could know, be I inverse Robin Hood. You just go around stealing everyone's championship belts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just keep it. Yeah, never win any matches. Just steal it all. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. My 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 finishing move would just be like it would be called the fuck you. Fuck nice. you. I just nice. just really like good. punch him in the face. The fuck I don't you. Know what it's fuck called. you. How about fuck you? Yeah. Hang on. Oh, and it's. Robin Hood with the fuck you. John Cena used to have a move called the FU. Did oh, he? yeah. Yeah, because he was feuding with Brock Lesnar back in the day. <laughs> he has a move called the F5. Um, and so he nice. did the FU, which is now called the AA. Right. Because they had to change it because John Cena likes children now. Yeah. Not in that way. Oh, he's but a good he's, man. He's, a, he's, a, he's friends with the children. Yeah. He's so a friend, friend of children, children John Cena. There we go. <sighs> that's, that's us thinking on our feet, trying to come up with amazing content. My turn. <laughs> yep. I brought something for you boys today. Whoa. A nice little story. Hello, oh. Eleanor. Settle in. It's Bobby Babaloo. Hello, Eleanor. What is it? Uh, Elaine. No. Hello. Shit. What? Who was uh, it? Hi, Evelyn. Evelyn. How could Evelyn. we forget? That was close. No, not that one. This is a different one. Now, you guys might be familiar with a uh, chain of toy companies called Toys R Us. Oh, oh, no. Or as we call it in the industry. Dead. Toys R Us. <laughs> Toys R Us. Uh, now... Toys R Us going through a bit of a financial issue at the moment, by which I mean it's fucked. Oh, yeah, totally. And I don't know if you heard this, Peter. Mm. I think you did because you told me. I told you, yeah. Uh, So I did did Toys R Us, that was just a segue into conversation. I need to get defensive, Peter. (laughs) Toys R Us founder Charles Lazarus has died. Lazarus? Charles Lazarus. Well, he'll be back soon. Just put him in the pit, right? (laughs) Yeah. In his self-titled pit. And he'll be right back. But yeah, as the company is folding and crushing and dying... So, so too is, has oh. the founder, Charles Lazarus. They've got to be connected. That's got to be a stress thing where it's just like, oh, my, my, my fortune I mean, he was in coming. his 90s, but yeah, this, it's this kind of very good It's like that song about the grandfather clock. And it stopped short, never to go again when the old man died. Oh, that's, just, that's just a fucking Yorkshire thing. I yeah. Think, so I've never heard of that. Ecky thump. <laughs> 
we're not here to talk about Wait, sorry, Charles Lazarus a, again here today. I don't know. It's just it's don't just, don't entertain his it's nonsense. No, it's don't Yorkshire. entertain it's his like nonsense. I'll tell magical. you when you're older. It's oh. fine. <laughs> we're not here to talk about Charles Lazarus today, though. Oh. We're here to talk about uh, dearly beloved. We're not actually here to celebrate the life of Charles <laughs> Lazarus. We're here to celebrate the the sort of the hubris and the the presumptuousness of Isaac Larian. The billionaire toy executive behind Bratz, Little Tykes, and LOL surprise dolls who wants to save Toys R Us. <gasps> Our Lord and Savior. I didn't know this. Do you want to know? I, I can I can put all of your 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 heightened expectations just straight into the grave with this with one hyperlink. Oh no. GoFundMe.com oh. help save Toys R Us. How? How, that, no, how much do you need? Surely it's in the billions. Isn't he a billionaire, though? This is he's... taken... He is a billionaire. This is taken from the GoFundMe page. Oh, God. Toys R Us is on the verge of permanently closing its doors. It feels like the end of an era with sad headlines spreading across news and social media. But there is still time to save this American icon, and you can help. Now, who wants to guess how much this <laughs> GoFundMe page is for? 120 million. Uh... Uh... 500 million. One billion. Oh. oh. He wants a billion dollars. He's got a billion dollars. Fuck off. The deadline for reaching the money. $1 billion goal is Memorial Day, which we don't know, no. but here it is in actual words, yeah. the 28th of May. Right. Which Jesus. at the time of recording is about a month and a half oh, away. So that's literally not going to happen. No. What's, no, the, what's the point? That's so weird. Trust me, it gets better. Oh, There's Jesus. a magical place where nowhere near there. No one's going to save <laughs> The funds collected through this campaign would be used in the formulation of a bid to acquire a some bid. to to acquire some of Toys R Us's assets through the bankruptcy process. Oh, God. This is not a charitable donation, and certain donor disclosures apply. So we go fund me. You don't get any perks with that, do you? You it's, don't get any. It's well, actually, you do. You do with this, and I will list them shortly because Great. they're kind of ridiculous. Please read before donating. Be advised that this is not a donation to a charitable cause and there is no tax deduction available. It is a donation to a potential commercial venture. The funds raised would be added to other capital being gathered by the potential purchasers of some or all of Toys R Us. A donation to this campaign doesn't qualify you to claim equity in any potential acquisition. It simply means you want future generations to be Toys R Us kids. Oh, Jesus. So basically, join our scheme. We might spend it on this, but who knows? You're not getting it back if we don't. The thing is, right... Everyone's sort of going, oh, no, toys are, oh, no, no, mm. no. The reason it's going out of business is because none of these people saying, oh, no, have fucking been to yeah. Toys R Us. <laughs> it's because it's not a viable business model. Everyone's so, like, two-faced and, and, like, fickle about this kind of thing. Like, you know, it, you, can't, you can't complain about something disappearing if you've not been using it. It's yeah. like when people say, like, oh, I'm sick of these supermarkets coming in and taking over the local bake- Bob the Bakers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, you've been going to... Morrison's yourself, and if you if you've not been going to Bob the Baker's, then he's going to get moved. Bob let's let's be honest Baker. here, guys. As much as Bob the Baker deserves to be supported, yeah, his bread's just not as nice or convenient as Morrison's bread. No, Whoa, you've been paid by Morrison's that. here. Come I'm on. just I'm just saying. Sometimes local shops are shit. Yeah, Whoa. you can't go to Bob the Baker's and get your photo taken from a webcam and put straight onto a cake. Exactly, which you can do at ASDA. You can. There That's is- ASDA price. 
in it's bed changed there, there is a little poor. toy shop like a little independent toy shop which we've walked past a couple of times mm. it's a very it's i don't know like opening up an independent toy shop for starters is opening a very risky an independent anything is a risky yeah. Yeah. and i'm not saying people shouldn't because some people can create incredible delicious things yeah. but we if are, anyone has a bagel business please open a good one near uh, bristol because I, I really want some nice bagels yeah, thanks let us, let us oh. know the problem is guys that you can't always afford the homemade stuff. No. And typically, you get less of it. Yeah. It's sometimes not very good. And you're paying a premium. Whereas if you go to a supermarket, you can sort of, you can live there. Nah. You can spend money there. And you can get quite a lot. I, I sort of disagree with that. Do you? Yeah. Okay. I mean, in my current financial position, yeah, I have to just go to a supermarket and get whatever's on offer. Yeah. But, you know, when I'm, when I'm 30... I have every intention of like getting doing the local, lo- local, local bread. Yeah, I've just got goals when I'm thirty. Well, like to quickly go back to Ecky Thump. I I grew up in a village that didn't have a supermarket. Like, no, same. Or like a town. I'm not even saying I was in a little village. I was like a, a reasonably large settlement in in Yorkshire, but. Mm-hmm. There just didn't happen to be a supermarket, and you would have to go to the butchers, and then the bakers, oh. and then the candlestick the green makers, yeah. the green grocers. But look out! Here come the the horse and carriages. Yeah, you might get hit by those. Yeah, steady. Just don't let your your hoop roll into the road there. Exactly, you get in trouble. It's really dangerous. Yeah, and here comes the uh, the Yorkshire police. Now then, we'll have nothing. We'll have none of this. No, stop that. Go on, off you go. Ho. Listen, I know your dad. <laughs> Everyone knows everyone's dad. <laughs> There's only your three dad. people in this village. I grew up in a village that had no shops. Yeah. Um, I even when I'm 30, I'm going to try and save money. Yeah. Right. I'm going to shop at supermarkets, and I will shop at small shops sometimes, mm-hmm. if and when. But they're just not as convenient, oh. and that's why they're dying out. They're and they not can't, as convenient. They can't just become convenient. I realise that. No. But it's not for me. But sometimes I'm terrified by this monopolisation of big corporations. Sometimes the quality like, is way better, though. Like, a nice oven bottom Lancashire ooh, muffin. Or like a, <laughs> You've got to stop this. <laughs> you know, it's a good, a good, a nice steak from the butcher's proper, like, good steak. Yeah. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that all that stuff yeah. is bad. I'm just saying that for the price yeah. and the convenience, there's a reason why big business wins yeah, out. you're right. That's, that's the way it's going, unfortunately. And it'll all be delivered by drone soon. Oh, yeah. Look, I'm okay with just lying there sedated. Yeah, with just te- with the tube with down my Tesco-branded tube right, up, <laughs> right down my throat. Yeah. Intravenous right Tesco value food. Exactly. Like, it's just, it's just sustenance, isn't it? Yeah. You don't need to enjoy life. No. It's just, just it, feed me that brown slop. You exist and then you don't. Yeah. Might as well just I treat it I think Tesco's do funerals. No, co-op do funerals. So you're sorted when you're dead. Yeah. You don't need just to go to a local funeral organiser. Organizer. I think that is actually Tesco's uh, slogan: "Is you exist and then you don't." Yeah. So and then we are, so you why are try? To us. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, Tesco, you exist and then you don't. Every little helps. Do you think? Because speaking of independent shops, mm. Snappy Tomato Pizza. That's pretty good. Do you think but they're Tes- franchises? Yeah, but you think Tesco would buy them out, and just eventually Tesco will start selling huge twenty-seven inch Dude, square pizzas? Dude, if they pizzas. do that, that would be a lot more convenient for me. <laughs> no! Sometimes, sometimes it's not the end of the world. I'm You're just, a bad boy. That's all I'm saying. Support your, lo- support your local stores. Let's get to these contributor rewards. Please. Now do. I want you to bear in oh, mind shit. the amount of money that you need to pledge to get these things. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and also what you're getting in exchange for that money, because obviously they want a billion dollars. If you yeah. pledge a billion dollars, do you just get Toys R Us? Oh, that'd no. be amazing. Oh. No, you don't, because it doesn't count as any equity in any potential acquisition. <laughs> cool. So you're just pissing, oh, you're a pissing billion away money. Wow. It, it just means that you want future generations to be Toys R Us kids. 
and which you're I de- wasn't declaring that by spend by giving money to a man who might not spend it on Toys R Us. Fucking Isaac over here. Isaac. Right, first pledge. There are a few, so bear with me here. Mm-hmm. If you pledge five dollars to forty nine dollars, you'll get a Save Toys R Us bumper sticker. Sick. Wow. Fifty to ninety nine, you'll get a Toys R Us bumper sticker and a special Save Toys R Us num noms. What? What the fuck's a num nom? I don't know, but presumably this guy has all sorts of lines of toys, so a num nom is a thing. Mm. If you pledge $100 to $499, which is already too much, you get the bumper sticker, a pin. Oh my god. And. Not a pin badge, just an actual just pin. A pin. And Safe Toys are a special edition LOL surprise. Right. This is all stuff that's costing literally literally pennies to make as well, because he owns the the person that's manufacturing these goods. He's not telling what the surprise is. $500 to $999, you get the bumper sticker, a pin, a magnet. Whoa. (gasps) A customised Save Toys R Us special edition Little Tykes Cozy Coupe. Don't, what? Don't know so what you're that spending a thousand dollars and you're getting a toy car and a magnet. Yep. If you spend one thousand to four thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine dollars, you get the bumper sticker, a pin, a magnet, and I'll always be a Toys R Us kid T-shirt and <laughs> yes. a little tykes build a house, which I've looked up. It's worth two hundred pounds. Wow! Oh my god! Five thousand to nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars will get you the bumper sticker, the pin, the magnet, the I'll always be a Toys R Us kid T-shirt, and a little tykes super slam and dunk. What if I don't like little tykes, but I like Toys R Us? Well, that's the problem, Peter. Yeah. Well, they you they may win you over if you donate between. <laughs> $10,000 You get the bumper sticker, the pin, the magnet, the t-shirt, an invite to a local Toys R Us reopening block party. <laughs> no. And you get to go to the Toys R Us. <laughs> and a little tyke's backyard makeover. I really like how there's the the, the bands are so wide there. So that's up, yeah. to, up to 2000 two and what $24,000. Yeah. 999. Why won't you just spend an extra dollar and get <laughs> a, a bumper sticker a pin a magnet a t-shirt an invite to a reopening block party a tour of the Ohio Little Tykes factory the oldest toy Little factory Tykes. currently operating in the US including travel and accommodations oh, for one yes. for one pound more one dollar more even <laughs> what a bargain 50 grand to 75 grand you get a bumper sticker a pin a magnet a a t-shirt, a personal block party for your friends and family, <laughs> including Little Tykes products, food, and all associated items. I don't know what Little Tykes food is, but I that imagine it's plastic, yeah. Yeah. and I it's wouldn't eat it. <laughs> right, you ready for a big jump in bandwidth here? Oh, it keeps yeah. going. 75k to 250k! <laughs> you get a bumper a sticker, dollars. a pin, a magnet, a t-shirt, an invite to a local block party. Not your own one this no. time, you oh, lose what? that. And <laughs> attendance at a special taping of Unboxed, whatever that is, and it includes travel and accommodations. If fuck? you spend $500,000, you get sectioned. <laughs> Are you ready for this next one? Because now it starts to get silly. Right. 250K. 
to a million dollars! Oh my god! You get a safe Toys R Us bumper sticker. <laughs> yes! A pin, a, a magnet, magnet, and I'll always be a Toys R Us kid t shirt. An invite to, to a, a local, local block Toys R Us party. Reopening block party. <laughs> and toys for five years from Toys R Us. Wow. I'm not confident it would ever stay open. Oh, no, yeah, that's such a stretch. Five years. Right, what? only only two tiers left. Oh, okay. And the bands are really going wild now. <laughs> One million. To ten million dollars! You get a hashtag safe Toys R Us bumper sticker, a pin, a magnet, and I'll always be a Toys R Us kid t-shirt, an invite Invite to a local local Toys R Us reopening block party, party. and a signed thank you letter from Isaac. (laughs) Are you fucking kidding? CEO of MGA Entertainment, and an I Helped Toys R Us hero plaque at a (laughs) Toys R Us location of your choosing. Even though that's more stuff, that somehow seems worse than the previous one. It. You get to go to a secret unboxing taping For in the Breeders' Seven one. digits, you get a thank you letter. <laughs> Finally, the final the final band is ten million plus. Right. You get a hashtag Save Toys R Us bumper sticker pin, a, a, pin, magnet, a magnet, an I'll always be a Toys R Us kid T-shirt, invite to, to a, a local, local Toys, Toys R Us reopening, reopening block party, party, a signed thank you letter from Isaac Larry and CEO of MGA Entertainment, a and kids. You see- don't get a plaque. Not well. We're getting there. Okay. This there's a lot on this one. And kid CEO for the day experience, including a trip to a Southern California theme park. Right. Not stated. Uh, travel and accommodations and Toys R Us store dedication naming rights for the location of your choosing and toys for life from Toys R Us. Jesus. Can we call it Toys R Us McToys R Us face? Uh, we could. The fine print does say, however, that he will ultimately decide which toys and how many you get. What? Here's, here's a single this doll. Is such bullshit. This is the worst While you were talking about this, I was thinking, I don't know if you saw, but Atari started a crowdfunding thing to get a Rollercoaster Tycoon on the Switch. Oh, cool. I mean, fuck Atari, because they've desecrated that franchise they've completely ruined it right and they were asking for about one million dollars to get a rollercoaster tycoon on the switch the rewards aren't quite as criminal as yours but if you invest at least 750 dollars you will get a 25 percent discount off the price of the game no you don't get get a free copy of the game when i was browsing through um r forward slash shitty kickstarters (laughs) which this was right at the top (laughs) um there was one that was something like ten thousand a $10,000 contribution will get you a free copy of the game when it oh, comes out. Unbelievable. On, this, on uh, the Rollercoaster Tycoon fundraiser, you don't, there's no option to get the game. Hmm. The highest one is if you donate at least $1,500, you'll get an art book. Fucking hell. It's like the special Jesus editions that don't come Christ. with the games anymore. Yeah. Insane. Uh, we go back to a quote here from, from the man himself, Isaac. Children need a place to play, he said. I can't imagine a world where that doesn't exist anymore. This guy has a very warped idea of what children playing is, I think. Yeah, they don't play at... Well, they do play at Toys R Us, but only because they're there and they've got toys in their hands. Yeah, if you take them to a McDonald's, they'll play at McDonald's. They'll play at home. I get the feeling he's not in it for the kids, he's in it for the money. He's very much in it for the money. And also I think he might be panicking that Little Tykes isn't relevant anymore. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, So yeah, anyway, that's the kind of business insight you can expect from a man who wants to raise a billion dollars in just over a month. And to be fair... He has managed to get $200 million, $26,239 in just two days. No way. That's, that's got to be fake. But 
a staggering 200 million is from investors yeah, yeah of that course. he already knows meaning yeah. he's only raised 26k and at the time of recording with one and a half months to go he has 799,973,761 left to raise he's almost there Just keep hey watching. guys if you donate $1 to vidiots on yeah. patreon you well, won't get you any dedicate benefits dedicate a toys r us plaque <laughs> but yeah we'll give you a pin a magnet no we no an invite to no. a no, we won't. No, we're not going to do any of that. No, but you're just—it's—it's it's a more sound investment than it is to yep. gamble on Toys R Us. <laughs> Isaac Larian, there. This is the kind of man who's so rich that like, he thinks a tin of beans costs two thousand dollars. Yeah, he does. So he has no concept of what money really For, is. Like seventy-five thousand dollars. You get the T-shirt. You get the buttons. <laughs> People complain Kanye West's lining of lines of clothes is expensive. Ugh. Look at this shit. This guy, guy. Isaac Larian, more like Isaac Dick. I suck Morion more like yeah. <laughs> yes. finally we go to our last question Ooh. oh this is from Ode to Sleep oh, who says yes. what's the Sleep. ideal gift for post some tat other than Peter Austin and his white chocolate now I want to hijack this because <gasps> next week <laughs> you're right there now, Michael Michael just heard that I wanted the attention <laughs> and instantly decided that he needed it instead Michael's allergic to hijack just by fucking dying over there yeah. like he's so important uh, I want to hijack this for a second. Yeah. Because next week, mm. it's Peter Austin's birthday. Oh, God. It's Peter's birthday on the 10th of April. Oh. It's Peter's birthday. You will hopefully have already seen a picture, a very well put together picture, that states that it's Peter's birthday, listing his interests as being <laughs> Spyro, what? white oh. chocolate, oh. and the flakes of pastry that are left over after you eat a croissant because he's too small to consume a whole pastry by yeah, himself. Yeah, just eat a single one. He just has the little flakes that are left <laughs> a over. A flake. You don't need to send those in, but that's just sort of the... Oh, I whacked my microphone. That's just the kind of stuff he likes. Mm. So we're going to have a special post some tat oh. on or around that day. If you're going to send stuff in, please address it to the normal address, but put Peter's birthday at the top of the address so we know what it's for and then we will open it and be merry am I going to get sent loads of Skylanders and stuff you've said Spyro (laughs) well now you will because you've just said that I also just like general PS1 like obscure PS1 memorabilia and weird stuff I collect PS1 old PS1 games and stuff Mm -hmm. so and I feel like we've People, the ones people have sent in are obviously bad because that's the brief. Yeah, but, but um, you would kind of like to own them yourself. I'd love to just have like the weirdest PS1 games you can find. That would be cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what a what a kind thing to do, Ben. Well, we're oh. all in this together. We all get oh, a birthday a year, yeah, I guess. Do. So it'll be we do. Your we'll, guys turn soon. We'll get there. But apart from that, obviously that stuff that you would like to see in post some tat anyway. But specifically for your birthday, that's the kind of stuff we want to cover. Yeah. Michael, is there anything you would love to see in post some tat at some point? Um, I think someone said they were going to send you some of that cereal you talked about. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Ooh so it might have already arrived by oh this my point. Fucking god! Because um, we're recording early. I've on on the topic of worst games. I would like some PC games, truly awful PC yeah, games. I know there's we some want them boxed though, because you can go onto Steam in like two minutes and find something that's broken. Like, yeah, we want, some, want something that got a proper release. You know, like games from like two thousands to twenty tens. That kind of ten year yeah. period where I imagine there was a lot of stuff Shovel that came out. And They're very easy to. Record and stuff as well. Yeah. We have to set up a, either a console or an emulator. So yeah. just sit nice down. And easy. Well, yeah. There's nothing. I don't know. In regards to some Tat, she's doing great. Just yeah. keep sending the Tat. Loves it. I mean, we're going to run out of space. I don't know what we're going to do because eventually yeah. we're just going to have to buy a storage locker for all this stuff. Yeah, we are. Maybe yeah. we're going to we'll... have to get a big old trunk 
all mm. that junk inside your trunk. I'll have to just open that case with the worst game ever in it and just put some in there. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. we better not do that. That's a bad idea. What about you, Ben? What do you want to see on Person Tap? Uh, this would... Oh, sorry. I've just turned off airplane mode and my phone went... <laughs> <laughs> um, this also sort of bleeds into to the kind of thing I would I would be interested in on a personal level for birthday type stuff. Yeah. But I'm a big fan of weird Game Boy stuff. Oh, I've got yeah. a big old Game Boy collection. Yeah. So I, I've got all... I've got copies of all of the Pokemon Game Boy games all boxed. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got the... Uh, the strategy guides for Pokemon Crystal and Yellow, but I love a strategy guide. So if you've got yeah. any for like the original games, they're really hard to find now. And if yeah. you just got it lying around, you don't want it. I'm, I'll tell you right now, it's worth a lot of money, so you should sell it. <laughs> sell it. But if you want to send it in, I'll happily and very gratefully receive it. That would be amazing. Just again, like Peter said, just sort of obscure stuff from that period, like travel cases and carry boxes. Yeah, like, like 90s, early noughties gaming. horrible plastic things. That the stuff that it. they get on the thrift show that exactly. we can't yeah. get hold of. Yeah, really yeah pretty much exactly items. that. Uh, but yeah, that's it. You guys are all doing an incredible job with Post Some Tap. Yeah, you are. Thank and, you. Uh, Thanks, guys. And we love you very much for it. Signing off, guys. We want to thank do, Turtle do, Beach do. Oh. for sponsoring this podcast. But they don't, but they sponsor us, and yeah. that's that's easier. So bit.ly forward slash Beach, where you can browse all the headsets that we have. Even if you don't buy one, just go click through that link. It helps us out. It makes us look really important. Uh, (laughs) This week's schedule, which is subject to change because we're weeks in advance at this point. Hashtag subject to change. Part two of our Sims Prove It series is going out. Part two of what? Uh, The Let's Play. The Let's Play play is going out. I think it's you building or is it me? I don't know. You're editing it. I can't remember. I am editing it. It's going to be a little while though. Worst games ever. Oh, oh my on God. Friday. And also a post some tat. Probably a Skyrim Zoo. Dunno at this point. Who knows? We're a way off, aren't we? It's anyone's so, guess. Uh, but all to come. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. You can find us on every social media forward slash vidiots official. We're there. YouTube, come check us out. You Almost bet. daily content. Yeah. Almost. Loads of stuff like that. And uh, as I said at the beginning of the show, you can find us on most places. Uh, as far as podcasts yeah. go. We're not on Instagram yet, are we? Uh, well, I don't care. Snapchat. Whoa. Whoever, whoever wants to do Instagram slowly. can do it, but yeah. I don't think it's worth it. But, uh, yeah. Hey, boys. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for talking That's all right. today. Thank you. Thanks for coming in. I like a good chit-chat. I don't forget chat. to uh, come along to your own personalised Toys R Us opening celebration yeah, block soon. party. Very Actually, can we make a new stretch goal on our the, Patreon? Yeah. A low, we get, low price. Well, how much was it they wanted? One like million. Million. Oh, one, one billion. One billion was the thought, wasn't it? One yeah. billion. Yeah. yeah. If if we reach one billion dollars, we'll buy Toys R Us. Yes. yes. Good. I'll add that now. But yeah. for one million dollars, we will get a plaque. Yeah. So. Just one. Just one plaque. Yeah. And it'll say one plaque on it. One plaque. Juan plaque. Hello. I'm Juan. Who my favourite rapper is? Go on. Two plaque. Two plaque. Yeah. Two plaque, you sure? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I'm sure. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye bye. Ba 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 ba. Dumb.